morning. This is Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard Movement Internationals. Also, the Lion of the Tribe of Judah Global Tent Ministries, where there is life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. Um, I would say this is a part two to, um, uh, to the Women of Covenant, but no, this is just part two of my teaching on today. Uh, God moved on me to uh, do more than one uh, teaching on today. One was about the Women of Covenant, uh, and the other one is the prophetic anointing. Um, I want to do a little teaching on uh, the prophetic anointing, if you will. Okay. Uh, we already know that Jeremiah gives a picture of prophetic authority. He's not the only one, but just pulling him out uh, right now, Jeremiah. Okay. Uh, in Jeremiah 1 and 10, it says, See, I have this day uh, set you over nations and over kingdoms to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down and to build and to plant. Okay. Um, I love all the prophets in the Bible, but Jeremiah was the first example that I wanted to use on today. Okay. Uh, this is a true, this is true, not only in the old Testament prophets, uh, but also for the present day prophets. Okay. Uh, when prophets speak the utterances, uh, that come from their mouths are charged with the anointing and the power of God. Okay. They carry divine authority. This authority is given uh, to prophets by the grace of God. And it is given for uh, two reasons. Okay. Now, um, I want to kind of roll back just a little bit, just in case I have, if I have uh, read uh, Jeremiah 1 and 10 too fast for you, because I want you to really get uh, the reason why the the the, uh, the assignments of the prophet uh, it says see I have this day set you over nations and over kingdoms to root out and to pull down to destroy and to throw down to build and to plant okay um, I want to read that again because I want you to really get that okay uh, that's Jeremiah 1 and 10 now moving forward um, we was given is is two reasons uh, for the prophetic. Number one uh, is for the destructions of Satan's kingdom. Okay. Uh, going back to uprooting and throwing down to build and to plant is to uh, is for the destruction of Satan's kingdom. And then number two is for the establishment of the kingdom of God. Okay. Uh, the kingdom of darkness produces sin, rebellion, uh, sickness, poverty. Uh, but the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, joy, and the Holy Ghost. As you all know that when I come on, a lot of times I'll say, um, this is Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard, Movement Internationals, also the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, Global Tent Ministries, where there's life, love, joy, peace, and harmony, because that's the uh, attributes of our Father, okay? Now read Romans 14 and 17. Also, all ministry uh, gifts are called to the response to to and responsible for establishing righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. But uh, the authority of the prophets enables them to root out, to pull down, to destroy, and to throw down the works of the devil. Prophets also have the authority to build and to plant the kingdom of God. Although the end results of coming against Satan's kingdom uh, is to make room for the kingdom of God, if you will. Okay. Uh, it often seems like, mm, 
uh, twice as much emphasis is given to destroying the kingdom of darkness as opposed to building up the kingdom of God. Uh, those who operated a prophetic anointing seems to find themselves being uh, thrown into warfare frequently. Uh-huh. I know all too well, excuse me, about warfare, okay? Even in your dreams, the enemy sometimes will kept fight you in your dreams. Yes, uh-huh. And you can uproot and dismantle even in that area also, okay? Going back again, it said those who operated the prophetic anointing seem to find themselves being thrown into warfare frequently and being in direct conflict with the powers of darkness. Uh, the prophetic anointing is often confrontational. Okay. Uh, an example of this confrontational anointing is, uh, say for instance, Elijah. Okay. Who, who challenged and confronted the powers of idolatry on Mount Carmel in first Kings, uh, first King 18, I believe. Yeah. First King 18. Okay. Because of the prophet's office, he was able to pull down the stronghold of Baal that ruled Israel. As a result of Elijah's ministry, eventually uh, judgment came upon the house of Ahab. Okay, through uh, the utterances of prophets, evil spirits are rooted out of evil dwelling places. Those who have the office of the prophet uh, speak with more authority than the believers who prophesy by the spirit uh, of prophecy or by the simple gift of prophecy. Okay, I'm going to repeat that again because everybody is not a prophet because they may speak in the prophetic at that time. Okay, uh, the office is different than prophesying, actually prophesying. Okay, though the utterances of prophets, okay, evil spirits are rooted out in uh, of their dwelling places. Those who have the office of the prophet speak with more authority. Uh, than believers who prophesy by the spirit of prophecy or by the simple gift of prophecy, okay? Uh, the words of the prophets are like an axe laid at the root of trees. Uh, read Luke 3 and 9, if you will. By their uh, divinely inspired words, every tree that does not bear fruit is cut down and cast into fire. In the midst of true prophetic ministries, only what uh, is fruitful and productive in the kingdom will stand. Okay. I'm going to put a pin right there. Um, I talked about today, I shared on, on social media, uh, about the kingdom in the new Testament was mentioned, I believe 162 times. Um, you can check it for yourself. It may be more, uh, but I counted it like six, 162 times that they mentioned about the kingdom. Okay. Uh, the old Testament, it, the old Testament, I believe it was mentioned. Uh, they talked about, uh, heaven like 320, 327 times. Okay. Um, we, we, uh, a lot of times people talk more about hell than they do the kingdom. And I believe if we trained people about the kingdom of God, what it's like and what God expects of his people and who they are and start teaching and equipping. Uh, I believe you will have more sinners coming out and giving their lives to the Lord, uh, and surrendering their all because they know what the kingdom is like. We, you know, we hear a lot about hell is real and you're going to hell and da, 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 da. We hear a lot about that. And yes, it is real, but the kingdom of God is even more real. Okay. Um, so I want to, you know, 
just kind of put more emphasis on that as well, that we need to uh, talk more about the kingdom because Jesus was always saying the kingdom is of God is like, okay, the kingdom of God, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, okay? Uh, the prophetic anointing pulls down strongholds, okay? Going back to the prophetic. The prophetic anointing pulls down strongholds. That's in 2 Corinthians 10 and 4, okay? Excuse me. Prophets have authority over demonic kingdoms. Uh, it's been times to where sometimes even uh, in the atmosphere, in your atmosphere, even dealing with weather, cli- uh, you know, climate and different things, uh, we have the authority to speak to certain things, uh, to, to cease, to cause it to cease. It's been many times, it's been tornadoes, it's been certain things that were passed by and uh, that would come through and I would stand on my porch sometime and I would speak and tell the storm to, to turn and go another direction. And it did, it did so. It did so. It did so. So I, um, I just want to let you know the power and the authority and the anointing that one have when it comes to the things of God, okay? Prophets have authority over demonic kingdoms. Uh, Satan uh, sets up demonic strongholds in individuals, in their families, in churches, cities, and nations. The prophet's anointing is a spiritual weapon in the hand of the Lord to pull down strongholds, okay? Um, I have seen deliverance come through prophesying to individuals, uh, families and local assemblies. Uh huh. I have seen people weeping and broken after receiving prophetic utterances. Okay, prophets usually carry a strong deliverance anointing. As a result, the ministry of the prophet provides deliverance and the pulling down of strongholds. Okay, uh, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Okay, he used a prophet to bring them out of Egypt, and by a prophet, um. Uh, and by a prophet uh, was he preserved, okay? Uh, the prophet has the responsibility to minister the word of God just as much as he or she prophesies by the spirit of God, okay? This combined anointing provides the ability to bring deliverance to God's people in a very unique way, okay? Uh, the prophetic anointing, uh, it routes out evil, uh, read Matthew 15 and 13. Jesus' ministry was causing the religious leaders of his day to be offended. And a lot of times, you know, I've been in places where I've ministered in a prophetic and I could see the faces, the offense, the, the face of offense. And uh, it's not the person, it's the spirit that don't want to uh, release that person. Okay. And because they were offended, and uprooting was taking place in the spirit. When people are uprooted through a prophetic ministry, they will often be offended, okay? Eventually, the entire system of religion in Judah and Jerusalem was uprooted, and the Jewish people were scattered, okay? I'm going to share that again, okay? Jesus' ministry was causing the religious leaders of his day to be offended, and because they were offended... And uh, uprooting was taking place in the spirit. When the people were uprooted through prophetic ministry, uh, they will often be offended. Eventually, the entire system of religion in Judah and Jerusalem was uprooted. And the Jewish people were scattered. Okay. The enemy had planted uh, tares among the wheat. 
uh, read Matthew 13. The enemy can plant certain people in local assemblies to cause confusion and harm, uh, to try to harm the work of the Lord. Prophets are the most ones that, that have, um, prophets, I'm sorry, prophets are the, the, the ones who have the anointing to root them out. Okay. If the troublemakers are rooted out without the anointing, damage can result this, uh, damage can result in doing so. Okay. This is why the Lord told his servants not to attempt to gather the tares, least while gathering the tares, they will uproot, uh, the wheat with them. Read Matthew 13 and 29. Okay. Rooting out a spirit or demonic influence is not something that can be done in the flesh. A spirit or demonic influence must be rooted out in the power of the spirit of God. Okay. That's why I tell a lot of leaders, be careful when you just, even though you may know a thing, be careful always exposing things before it's time. Uh, Sometimes God will allow you to speak into a person's life without it being out in the air. Okay. Uh, Because if you're, especially if you're not ready to deal with what you're exposing. Okay. The prophetic anointing destroys the works of the devil. Okay. True prophetic ministry will only destroy what is of the devil. Okay. It will never destroy what is of the Lord. Okay. True prophetic ministry uh, will establish the things of the spirit while destroying the things of the devil. Prophets have a uh, a hatred for what God hates. Uh-huh. Y'all hear me say it all the time. I hate what he hates. Uh-huh. This is why prophets will often be criticized uh, for not being more tolerant or bold or they'll say cocky or or you know you 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 speak you need to calm down you know <laughs> the prophetic gift leaves no room for compromise okay in fact a compromising prophet will soon lose his or her effectiveness and eventually will be judged by the lord did you hear what i said i'm going to repeat that the prophetic gifts leaves no room for compromise in fact uh, a compromising prophet will soon lose his or her effectiveness and eventually will be judged by the Lord. This is not to say that prophets have the right to uh, be offensive or to minister in the flesh. Prophets must minister in the spirit at all times. I don't care how mad you get. I don't care how upset you get. That's why I always tell leaders because I, I learned this in the past. That when you get up and you speak out of your own uh, conscience, out of your own spirit, because maybe you're angry because something didn't go right or somebody did this to you or somebody said this and somebody, you better get all of that out of your system before you stand up before God's people. You better get all that out because that will hinder the flow of God's anointing. That will hinder God's people from being healed. You better get rid of all that malice, all that hate, all that anger. You better get rid of all of that. And see, years ago, I was taught that by my spiritual father, and I was taught that by another prophet that used to play the keyboard while he would minister in song. And he ministered to me, and he told me that. He said, you will never, after this, you will never get up. If you cry, it's going to be crying of, of, of being victorious. You will never get up here again crying and upset and preaching out of anger. Okay, and so my spiritual daddy used to get on to me too and tell me, no, with love and kindness have I drawn thee. And not only that, 
uh, whatever that was bothering you, don't bring it in the pulpit. He said, pray as God to uproot and dismantle everything that's not like him before, so you can preach and prophesy effectively because you are a prophet. So you want to be careful of your words. Okay. Uh, a prophet who tries to minister in the flesh will end up destroying and damaging that which is of the Lord. Okay. Instead of that, which is of the devil. Okay. It is the same with any ministry gift to minister in any way in the flesh causes reproach and damage. I'm going to repeat that to minister in any way in the flesh causes reproach and damage. Okay. True prophets will always have love and compassion for people, but co corresponding hatred and intolerance for the works of the devil. Do not mistake hatred and intolerance for works of the devil, for being hard or judgmental, okay? Which is fleshly response. We must discern between the operation of the flesh and the administration of the Holy Spirit without proper discernment and understanding. We will misjudge prophets and reject them, thus depriving the body of Christ of a very important ministry gift, okay? Um... We don't want to deprive that from our ministries, okay? The prophetic anointing throws down idolatry. Jeremiah 31 and 28, okay? The nation of Israel was commanded to enter Canaan and throw down the altars of uh, the heathen, okay? They were supposed to root out nations of Canaan uh, for their iniquity, okay? Israel had to dis possess the, the Canaanites before they could enter and possess the promised land. Notice that before building and planting come rooting out and throwing down. Okay. This is an unpleasant part of ministry, but it is necessary. Okay. It is very necessary. Okay. And I'm going to go back and, and I want you to hear what I'm saying Okay, when with uh, Jeremiah 31 and 28, I want you to read that. Okay, the nation of Israel was commanded to enter Canaan and to throw down the altars of the heathens. Okay, they were supposed to root out the nation of Canaan from their from their iniquity. Israel had to um, dispossess the Canaan Canaanites before they could enter in and possess the promised land. Notice that before they went in planting. Okay, they had to first root out and throw down. Okay, this was unpleasant part of the ministry, but it was very necessary. Okay, and I and I read that to you twice because I want you to get an understanding. Before you can actually walk into the new, you must uproot and dismantle all the old. Before you can walk in, have you seen people move from house to house to house to house, but they take the same mentality in their in their new house? They take the same stuff in their old house, all I mean their new house, all that old stuff. You might have been a person to wear I'm giving an illustration for myself. When we moved into our new condo, God told me don't take anything uh don't buy anything old. I need you to, you know, give away Give away. I gave away basically everything, even even some of the stuff that was just paid off, some, some things that was just paid off. It was fairly new, uh, but God wanted me to start over and do a lot of things because the majority of the things in the house is is gold, like gold, like uh, kingdom. My house looked very kingdomly, like you know <laughs> the way God God instructed me on how to decorate my 
uh, our home, you know, in such a way to where it looked very kingdom, you know. And so um, I couldn't bring that old and decorate with the old, even though it was nothing wrong with the way it looked, but God was, he was showing me, I'm using these things. He said again, once again, he's using the to, to the wise is foolish, but you know, after a while they keep looking at the foolish thing, it will make them very wise. You know, they think they're wise. Okay. Uh, so going back to the prophets, the prophets anointing is like this. Okay. First come confrontation and warfare, then come building and planting. Okay. Let me say that again. The prophets anointing is like this. First come confrontation and warfare, then come building and planting. Many uh, a prophet has pulled back from confronting evil because of soulish fear and intimidation. Okay? Warfare is unpleasant to the soul. However, if a prophet allows the anointing to change him or her into another man, okay, read 1 Samuel 10 and 6. The strength of the anointing will prevail over the drawing back of one's soul and cause one to be able to rise up and throw down the altars of sin. Read Hosea 8 and 11. I'm going to get ready to wrap this up. Okay, the prophetic anointing builds. Okay, besides destroying, uprooting, pulling down, and throwing down the works of the devil, the, pro- the prophet also builds up the body of Christ. This is their ministry, okay, of edification and exhortation and uh, to comfort. Prophets have a strong hatred for the works of, de- of the devil. I always tell people I hate the devil and I know I know he hates me. He hates every time I wake up, okay? <laughs> but they also have a genuine love and compassion for God's people. And the saints will be built up and edified through true prophetic ministries, okay? When the church is built up in this way, the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against it. Okay, we always need to remember that the purpose of tearing down strongholds is to build up the kingdom of God. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. We always need to remember that the purpose of tearing down strongholds is to build up the kingdom of God. Okay, spiritual warfare is not an end, but rather a, uh, a means to an end. Okay. Those who have been called to the prophetic ministry must always keep their focus on the goal, which is to build up the church. Mm -mm -mm. Did you hear what I just said? (laughs) It is possible uh, to lose focus. There is no guarantee of pure motives because you might have people that come up in your ministry. Their motives is not pure. Your motives may be pure, but theirs may not be pure. They they come in for all the wrong reasons. They come, sometimes sometime people come to sabotage that which the things that you have built. They come to, to sow discord. They, they come to sow little, little, I call them little discord seeds into the minds of the weak. You know, uh, if the prophets lose focus, they end up doing considerable damage to the work of the Lord. Okay. Sometimes prophets develop what I refer to as, um, hmm. Uh, blasting mentality. Okay. They just want to blast everything that is not like God. (laughs) Okay. Remember John the Baptist's mission was to prepare a people for the coming of the Lord. He spoke against wickedness and sin, but he also announced the arrival of the kingdom of God. Okay. In the same way, prophets must concern themselves not only with 
the works of the enemy, but also with the needs of uh, with the needs to the people. They must balance their ministry with love and compassion, and they must avoid ministering uh, in a harsh and critical or bitter spirit. Okay, they have a responsibility to minister the word of the word of God in love. They have a responsibility to build up the Lord's house. Okay, not tear it down, but build it up. That's why I, I tell a lot of leaders to be careful when you have people coming into your ministry, getting into the into your pulpit, and they talk bad about other preachers. Okay, be careful about that because that could bring a curse into your house. Okay, so the prophetic anointing causes you to flourish. Okay, Psalms 92 and 13. When people are exposed to true prophetic ministry, they will be planted in the house of the Lord. Those who are planted will flourish in every way. To be planted means to be rooted and grounded. People in the prophetic ministry can uproot what the enemy has planted. Okay? They can plant what has been ordained by the Lord. The planting of the Lord will be fruitful. Christians who will be steadfast excuse me, unmovable and always abounding in the work of the Lord. 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. As we receive prophetic ministry, we will become like trees of righteousness. The the tree, uh, the planting of the Lord, okay? We will become, again, like trees of righteousness, okay? Isaiah 61 and 3. I'm getting ready to close. I'm firmly convinced that One of the reasons we don't have more fruitful Christians in our local assemblies is because of lack of true prophetic ministries, okay, or ministry. Uh, I have been ministering and telling people for years that it takes the anointing to perfect the saints. Each ministry gift carries a distinct anointing. Each ministry gift has a divine ability to build the church. Prophets have an anointing and the ability to build and to plant. Without this anointing, there will be areas where the saints are not built up and things uh, are not planted in. Okay, that is the end of my teaching for today uh, about the prophetic. What is the prophetic like and talking about the kingdom? What is the kingdom like? What is God expecting of his people? I pray today, um, today I gave you a, a double portion like God is giving you. God is giving his people a double portion of the anointing, uh-huh, healing and restoration, uh-huh, love, joy, peace, and harmony. He's given that to his people. So I came on today, uh, that's something that I rarely do come on, on uh, podcast twice in one day. I do as God leads. Uh, who knows? He might have me do it more than once or twice a day. Okay, but um, I want to tell you that God loves you and um, make sure that you're operating in the spirit of God, the spirit of excellence and uh, speak more about the kingdom. Okay, God bless you and have an amazing day.